Hello and welcome to the Gambler Racing Podcast. I'm Selectabet and as ever I'm joined by Paul Gallagher, better known as the Voice of Value. How are you doing Paul? Yeah great, looking forward to Friday's racing which is just about to kick off once we get this out of the way and then Saturday looks fantastic as well, so good, good couple of days. Yeah, we managed to squeeze in a, a little bonus podcast yesterday to cover the four races at Newbury today and obviously we're here today again to look at tomorrow's racing at Newbury which is live on ITV alongside a couple of races from Newcastle. Yep, both um, both courses are subject to the weather uh, for tomorrow. I think they're, they're slightly concerned about frost overnight, um, so hopefully both survive and we, uh, we get a good day's racing Saturday. I hope so, yeah. I was reading that the clerk of the course is a wee bit concerned about the, the temperature drop, obviously the cold weather's closing in. They did say that there's projected clear skies today, which is good, but Apparently, the Newbury course is in a little uh, frost pocket, I think they called it. So, fingers crossed that both meetings go ahead tomorrow and <laughs> our podcast is not in vain this afternoon. Um, before we get started on today's podcast, uh, it's worth mentioning about last week's winner, another 16-1 to one shot, one for us. I think that's the third since we started doing the podcast at that price. Yeah, I was really pleased with it, to be honest. Um Went, uh, went heavy on it, two points each way. Thought it was a, a cracking chance, um, and it looked uh, it was out the back of the telly, sort of coming down the second last, and then yeah. just this late surge absolutely yeah, came from cre- crept up. That uh, was fantastic, so it's good. But I'll, I'll have to do um, a review of the profit and loss. I'll do that this week when I get a chance, and um, we could talk about that next week's pod. But we're certainly in a healthy profit since we started doing these podcasts. Well, hopefully we're going to add to it this time around this Saturday again. Um, and just looking down the list of what we've got lined up, there's certainly some tasty prices in there for this week as well. Yeah, I'm taking a swing at it on Saturday. <laughs> um, so fingers crossed uh, one or two of them come in and we'll be absolutely laughing. Okay, so let's get started then. So the first race on ITV on Saturday is the 150 at Newbury. Yeah, um, quite a tricky race, if I'm being honest. Um, took me a while to whittle it down. Um, and I've ended up with a 20 to 1 shot um, so that's quite promising um, there's a few at the top of the market that are sort of obvious what you would call progressive um, younger types who've got every chance downtown getaway from for Henderson Dan McGrew for Paul Nichols um, the casual man is another Henderson one that I thought had a fair chance um, of the of those at the top of the, the the market, the casual man was probably the one I like the most of, and it's seven to one, so you could get an each way price. So people don't like the sound of this one. The next one I'm about to tip that would probably be the alternative. <laughs> um, but the one I like is a horse called Snow Leopardess, um, which hasn't been seen on the track since it raced over in France at a toy in September of 2017. So it's over two years ago since we've clapped eyes on this one. Um, so immediately that's obviously a warning sign there's been something wrong with the horse it's had an injury or whatever I'm, I'm not privy to what that was but before it before it, um, it sort of disappeared from view it was a, a nice looking horse um, it won two on the bounce in March and September of 2017 um, and it looked like you know it could be a decent um, a decent one so I'm just it also won I should say um, after a break between the March and September so 
it, it can go well fresh. Now, it's very fresh at this stage because we've yeah. not seen it for two years. But um, I'm thinking I'm willing to take every punt on it at 20 to 1 um, in the hope that it's been shown a bit at home and it's ready to go. And in the morning, you might see a bit of money for it. It's not one to go mad on. Uh, it's a small each way play in, in what I think is quite a tricky and open race. Yeah, we do like the course and distance winners on this podcast, don't we? Yeah, absolutely. Um, nothing wrong with uh, you know a bit of solid course and distance form. You know, there's no issues with that. Um, it also hasn't got any problem with what looks like it's probably going to be soft ground if they avoid the, if they avoid the frost. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, all of that sort of stuff ticks all the boxes. So a bit of a point, it's a 17 declared to run at the moment, top of the markets, and well, there's actually three vying for favouritism at the moment, so this one's, as I say, a bit of a punt in the first race, nothing to go mad on, and hopefully we can get even a place claim uh, in yeah. the first. I should say, I think, I think the, the bookie that I had picked out was Boyle Sports for this one, it's not a bookie I, I often use, to be absolutely honest, but they were offering five places each way at 20 to 1, so I thought that was pretty good value, so it might be an opportunity for listeners to take out a new account with Boyle Sports if they've not got one, and they'll, they'll probably have a, a welcome offer and all that sort of stuff as well. Okay, that's a good shout. So that's Snow Leopardess, which is around the 20 to 1 mark currently, um, as you say, best to keep an eye on how the odds pan out tomorrow. Yeah, I think if it starts to creep in a little bit in the morning, that's a, that's a really good sign. Um, if it stays out at, at big odds like that or drifts, then the chances are it's probably not ready for its reappearance. It might, it might be better next time out or the time after that, um, but one to look out for, hopefully, um, if, it's, if it's fitting well. Okay. Uh, on ITV, they're then jumping over to Newcastle for the 205, which is the Betfair Fighting Fifth Hurdle. Yeah, the fighting fifth is usually a good indicator for horses that are going to the champion hurdle at Cheltenham in March. The odds-on favourite here today is Abu Verdeer, who has won this race for the last two years in a row. And I suspect we'll win it again, but we're looking at odds. I think the best I could find was two to five. Um, I do suspect Abu Verdeer will win it, but I'm not going to be recommending a bet at that. And there was nothing, there's no each-way angle into the race or anything, so it's, it's no bet for me. Um, and just keep an eye on Biverdeer and see how see how he runs with a view to the festival in March. Okay, that was a quick one. <laughs> Next up is the two twenty five at Newbury, um, and another big price that you've got your eye on. Yeah, this one's quite interesting actually. Um, when I messaged you uh, an hour or two ago when the prices first came out, um, this one was sixteen to one, but it's now twelve to one across the board. So. Uh, someone's obviously decided no that's too big a price so I was right in that respect um, it's probably it's, your, it's probably yeah, your money I swear I had nothing to do with that I haven't, <laughs> I haven't backed it yet I'm, I was kicking myself actually when I saw that um, so yeah the horse is Fan Fan de Soy um, a horse for Tom George it's a, a decent bit of back class about it this horse um, and it, you know it's one I think that's probably got a bit more improvement to come Um it will have no problem with the conditions and I think um, one that we should certainly look at as a potential each way in a pretty competitive race. There are um, three or four at the top of the market that are, are obvious choices, um, but there's nothing that's a, a, a clear standout on form or you know an obvious one that should smash the rest of them. And I just thought that Fan Fan de Soy should be single figure odds rather than twelve to one that you can now get across the board. So I'm still seeing still seeing fourteen to one at 
Bet365 and William Hill. So depending on when people are listening to the podcast, there might still be some of those bigger prices available. Yeah, that's it. It may well drift back out again. Um, if they've been they've been concerned by the initial money that's come in and, and knocked the sixteen to one off the board, so hopefully um, the price can go out and listeners can get a decent each way value bet on that one. Okay, now on to the feature race of the day, formerly called the Hennessy, now the Ladbrokes Trophy, and again you've got another couple of big price opportunities in this one. Yeah, we're really going for it in this one. Um, to be fair, it's a twenty-four runner handicap. Um, over three miles, two furlongs. So, you know, I think you've got to try and find one that's, that's too big a price and, and have an each-way punt in it. Uh, and I've got two. I actually had sort of five or six that I'd whittled it down to um, for this um, really competitive race. The I'll give you the sort of short list that I like. The one near the top that I thought was was a decent enough value is West Approach, yeah. who won a couple of weeks ago. was in really good form, um, winning at Cheltenham last time. Um and it just looked like a horse that maybe had worked out what was going on with the fences now because it was a decent enough hurdler. Um, so I think that probably a bit of value at 12 to 1. Um, the other ones that I thought were decent, where the bear was a big price at 33 to 1, quite like the conditions. Commodore, way down the bottom of the weights, has, has got a chance, at, I thought, at 40 to 1. Um, and Joe Farrell, the Scottish national winner from, I think, was that um, the year before last that won the Scottish national? Um, 33 to 1. I thought that was a horse probably exposed in the handicap but has still has a decent chance uh, a big price um, of staying the trip and enjoying the conditions but the two that I like um, one of one of them was really interesting uh, a horse called Yala Enki who was with Venetia Williams for a number of years it's now a nine year old but it's recently switched to Paul Nichols um, I'm not sure exactly why that is um, whether it's just the owners have decided they want to change or you know, the, I don't think there's been a fallout or whatever with Venetia but um, it's a horse that might benefit from the change of yard I don't think there's much between Nichols and, and Williams in terms of their ability as trainers they're both very very good but the, the key thing for me is Yalenki's form um, the Welsh Grand National last year at Chepstow it ran really well um, from the front and just tired at the very the very end um, and I think it will enjoy the conditions over this course and distance um, the soft ground would be absolutely perfect for it and I just thought it was um, far too big a price at 25 to 1 I thought it's a really strong chance uh, of finishing in the place Yeah we touched on last week about the horses having wind ops and I see this one has had a window yes very well done yeah, good, as well. good spot um, I meant to mention that as well yeah it's had a window up so that can't be a, it can't be a bad thing um, it's not raced since the Cheltenham Festival in March when it was um, a pretty solid seventh place in the Gold Cup you know which is absolutely fine form you know can't, can't criticise that whatsoever this is sort of a, a level down from the Gold Cup um, and also crucially the horse has got a very good record first time out so after a rest, after a break, it can come out and win like it did in November last year. It won at Bangor, a big price actually, 21. And it's done that in the past before as well. So I would have no concerns with it um, being the sort of first run of the season. Okay. The second choice in the race um, is another interesting one. Um, this one's trained by Colin Tizard, um, a horse called Robin's Firth. Uh, and it's also 25 to 1. Um Although it's a 10-year-old, it's, it's had gaps in its career, um, presumably due to injury. Um, but it's a, it's a horse that likes the long-distance 
tests, it enjoys soft ground, um, should have no problems with the conditions. In fact, I think should really like them. And again, it's one that, that has won after a break or performed well after a, after a long layoff. So it's not run since February, but that's not really a concern for me. Um, for this one, I think it should should be able to go well fresh and give a really good account of itself. Again, I thought 25 to 1. Yes, please. That's a bit too big for me. Absolutely. So 25 runners in this one. Have you scoped out where the best place to place your bets are in terms yeah. of bookies that are given us multiple places yes. on it? Very much a case of shopping around. Um, most of them are going five places. Um for Yala Enke, the best price was, or one of the, the best price was Unibet, who were offering 25 to 1. They're five places each way. Robins Firth, I had picked out Bet365. They're also five places each way. Um, I think one of the bookmakers is paying six places, but you're, you, there was a bit of an offset in the price. So I'm happy enough with five places. That'll do. Um, but certainly, I would advise everyone, as usual, shop around, get the best price, and make sure you're getting a decent value. Absolutely. So, Yala Enke and Robins first in the three o'clock, both of them 25 to 1 currently. Next up, it's the 3.20 at Newcastle, which is another three miler. Yeah, and quite a tricky race, this one actually. Um, and, and again, it was sort of, I had to dig quite deep down into it to try and work out what I fancied. Um, wasn't particularly keen on the, the ones at the top of the market. Um, and I'm taking a punt on a horse called Rock On Fruity. Um, he has, is a course and distance winner again, so you know we're repeating ourselves on that as a as a good statistic, good indicator. But it's definitely worth looking at. Um, and he's, he'll enjoy the soft ground. And you know I think it's important when you're a track like Newcastle this time of year that you're finding a horse that's going to enjoy it. Um, so I, I, I'm just thinking at a much bigger price. I just thought it was worth an each way punt. I was it's mildly concerning when you see a, a JP McManus owned horse like as this one is that is a big price and hasn't been backed. Mm. But it's early days yet, and um, you know the markets are just forming in the last couple of hours. So this is one that might uh, they might have a pun on later on. I just think it's it's too good um, not to back at that sort of that sort of price. There's twenty to one. Um, has just popped up with Paddy Power and Betfair, so I think that's the each way shout. And what is quite a tricky race, and it'll be a hard slog, three miles and heavy ground. Um, at Newcastle, it'll be a, it'll be a tough one. Yeah, so this is another one where we maybe just keep an eye on the betting to see if there's any money comes for it in the morning. Yeah, that's it. If, if it starts to come in and prices be, be quite encouraging, so a small uh, small each way bet um, this afternoon or this evening uh, is the order of the day, and then hope that it drifts into. Eight to one joint second favourite before the off, and we're absolutely laughing. Okay, and ITV's coverage ends with the Ladbrokes chase at three forty from Newbury. Fifteen currently declared to run, and you've got a spicy one for us. And that's oh, oh, yes, excellent. Um, <laughs> yeah, get the nine bread looked out because uh, <laughs> all Glasgow listeners will uh, will enjoy this one if you like a wee curry. The horse that I like is a horse called Ashoka. Um, I don't know if it's named after the famous curry house or not. Uh, probably not, but we'll go with that anyway. Um, it's a, a sort of progressive. Um, younger horse in what is it's racing against some of um, some more sort of a bit more um, experienced horses the likes of Lady Buttons Bundoran who are you know really solid horses um, I nearly tipped Bundoran to be fair um, 
a horse like Chesterfield's in there as well, lots of experience. But I think Ashoka is an improver who could um, who could end up giving us a very good run for our money. Um, Harry Skelton rides it. It's trained by Dan Skelton. They're um, particularly good at bringing these horses on gradually and improving them um, run after run. So although it's gone up a fair bit in the weights for its last two runs, um, I think it should go quite well here. And the last two runs were on decent ground. Um, but it's also one on soft ground before as well, so that's that's not a concern. Quite fancy this one. And I see it's currently what about nine to one. You know, it's just just going in again eight to one. Yeah, there was nine to one there with Hills when I checked um, about half an hour ago, so um, I'll confirm that. But it's it's in that sort of region, yeah, eight or nine to one. So it's an each way shout. Um, given that it's progressive and it's going in the right direction, I think it'll be there or thereabouts. So you can be quite confident that you'll be you'll be getting a good run for it, and hopefully getting at least a place. Yeah, hopefully we can end on a on a high with that one. Okay, so that's the uh, what six races covered. Can you just give us a wee recap on your tips for tomorrow then? Okay, so the 150 at Newbury is the tip is Snow Leopardess each way at 20 to 1. Then in the 205 at uh, Newcastle, the fighting fifth, uh, it's no bet in that for us. We think Boverdale will win it, but it's too short a price. The 225 at Newbury, Fan Fan de Soy is currently a 12 to 1 shot, and that's an each way bet as well. Then in the 3 o'clock at Newbury, big race of the day, the Ladbrokes Trophy. I've got two selections in this. Yala Enke at 25 to 1 each way and Robinsforth at 25 to 1 each way, both good value shouts. Then the 320 at Newcastle, Rock on Fruity, 20 to 1 with Paddy Power, and that's an each way bet as well. And last but not least, the 340 at Newbury, Ashoka, 9 to 1, and that's an each way bet with William Hill. Excellent. Now I'm just running off to put on my lucky 31. Well, if that comes in, uh, I, think, <laughs> then, I don't think uh, either of us will be doing a podcast next won't week. Won't be here next week, so... good night, Vienna. Well, hopefully if that's the case, then loads of listeners won't be listening. They're looking for the podcast either because they've backed some winners, but fingers yeah, crossed. See everyone in the Caribbean uh, this time. <laughs> Let's hope so. Okay, so don't forget you can follow Paul on Twitter at The Voice of Value and you can follow the Gambler account at Gambler Tips. Also, as ever, don't forget to rate and view the podcast on iTunes and the podcast is also now available on the Google Podcast app. So just search for Gambler on there and you should be able to find it. I'll be back next week with Greg for a look at next weekend's football. That podcast will be available Tuesday or Wednesday. If you've not already caught this week's football podcast, then make sure you head over to SoundCloud or Spotify or iTunes or even Mr. Fix's Tips or wherever you access the podcast from. Plenty of tips in there for the weekend. Have a great weekend. Hope that it's a profitable one for all of you. And once again, thanks to Paul for his tips this week. No problem at all. Good luck to everyone. I'll stick those tips up on Mr. Fixit's uh, site as well so that everyone can get a look at those. And uh, good luck. Hope we get a few winners this week. Nice one. Thanks, Paul. Bye.